Hello and welcome to the Hollywood Critics Association's Foundation After Show. Each week on this show, we discuss the latest episode of the Apple TV Plus series based on the beloved science fiction novels by author Isaac Asimov. I'm Jamie Philbrick, entertainment journalist and critic for We Live Entertainment and a member of the Hollywood Critics Association. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. We will be having a spoiler-filled discussion of the latest episode of the series, which dropped tonight night entitled Mysteries and Martyrs. But first, allow me to welcome my co-host for the show, Yell Teagle and Nikki Fowler. Hey guys, how are you? Hi, good. Thanks. Hi. All right. Um, this was a great episode tonight. I really enjoyed it. We've got a lot to discuss. So let's jump right in. Uh, we'll start with a little bit of a recap. Um, this episode picks up with Salvor, Hugo, and the Anacreans attempting to board a missing Imperial ship called Invictus, also known as the World Killer, which the uh, Anacreans want to use against the Empire. Uh, Hugo is lost in space attempting to land and Salvor soon realizes that the ship is on a timer and will make another jump to parts unknown in the next few hours. Meanwhile, Brother Day is coming to terms with Harry's predictions coming true and losing the religious power of the Zephyr to Halima Ifa. Uh, he meets with Ifa, who requests uh, stopping Cleon I's cloning program, which of course Day refuses and instead chooses to walk the great spiral and appeal, appeal to the triple goddesses. Uh, while Brother Dawn's relationship with Azura grows, he contemplates leaving the Empire and finds Finally, we catch up with Gale and Harry's consciousness, who explains his true plans while Gale discovers her own true powers. So a lot to talk about this week. Uh, let me start with you, Nikki. What were your thoughts on this episode? What did you enjoy? What didn't you enjoy? What are you excited about talking about? Oh, it was just so jam-packed. There there's so much going on in this uh this episode. I love the fact that, you know, we got onto this Invictus ship and we're seeing, you know, all the intricacies of how it operates and, you know, how they have to maneuver in there. Um, we lose poor uh, Hugo, um, which was sad. And so sad. Love Hugo. R.I.P. Hugo. <laughs> yeah, <shed> a tear. <laughs> um, and I love, again, the, uh, you know, mental battle between uh, Brother Day and Zephyr Halima uh, with the, the maiden world. And then also just getting um, these details into, you know, Harry is engaging with Gail now and we're finding out more about her mentalic powers. So that was really exciting. It was just a juicy episode. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And and obviously for us, those of us, for the three of us and others who have been following the show since the beginning, like it's exciting for me that it's all coming together, right? Like it, it, we sort of had to put a lot of faith in this series uh, at the beginning. And I feel like it's 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 really uh, coming along. Uh, Yell, what were your thoughts on this week's episode? Um, as we know, I am impatient. So I absolutely loved the reveal. I think uh, Gail and Selden's conversation. Uh, we now have a lot of answers, which I am very excited about. Um, the Empire's like romance situation, but also the other empires dealing <laughs> with the main world. I'm like, I it's it's weird how every episode my interest flips, and I feel like I no longer care about them. And right now, like Salvor and this ship, and like 
that whole thing. I love a heist. I'm very excited about that. Um, so that was really fun. But but more I cared about what was going on with Gail and getting our answers because we know how impatient I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the exciting things I think about the show too, is that, you know, there really are kind of now we know sort of three storylines, right? There's obviously the empire storyline. There's this Gail, whatever Henry's Harry's consciousness, the plan kind of storyline. And then of course, what's happening with Salvor on Termerus. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot for you each week, right? And like, we get to know these characters and, you know, Salvor's such a badass and we get to see what she's up to and then go and, and see this real conflict um, between Gail and, you know, whatever's left of Harry. Uh, and then and, and then really a conflict that's kind of going on with the Empire as well. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Well, it's exciting. Let, let's unpack a few things here. Um, I wanted to talk to begin with talking about the Empire. Um, and, and Nikki, you mentioned it. I love the actress that played Zephyr uh, Aoife. I mean, I thought she is just wonderful and and so strong and, and really holds her own uh, against uh, uh, um, Brother Day. Uh, we also sort of learn a little bit. I actually, this was kind of in Brother Dawn's storyline, but we learn um, that clone, that, that you know, it's not just, the clones aren't just replacing uh, once the current dawn goes uh, or current dusk goes on and the the new dawn but there are fully grown clones waiting with the consciousness of you know and the memories of the empire to just kind of take the place if for some reason one of these guys goes rogue um, or in the case of Don, you know, he's worried that people are going to find out about his brothers really are going to find out about his colorblindness and that this is an imperfection in the clones that can't, you know, be tolerated and that he'll be replaced. So um, I thought that was super interesting and, and, and something fun and new to learn that we didn't previously know about the empire. Nikki, what were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Um, I was concerned that he was just showing her so much, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's really sharing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I love that part. And, you know, it's just fun to have all these, like, extra details of knowing that, you know, there's clones on, you know, on standby, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. It's yeah, so interesting that you say that, that, that you found the like him asking or showing her so much uh, was concerning. I feel like you're, you're totally right. And, and I just, we got all this information, but I don't, um, I, I think it would have been much more interesting if she had turned on him. Like it would have been so much more oh. interesting to see that than like he fell in love with her, revealed all this stuff and then got to explore the world, you know, virtually. Um, so I, I would have preferred her to not be someone we can trust. Well, Nikki, what are your thoughts on that sort of budding relationship between Azura and um, uh, 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 Brother Dawn? Um, what are sort of your thoughts on that? I mean, do you agree with Yell? Do you think that she should have said, what, what are you thinking, buddy? And kind of kind of left the relationship? Or do you like where this is going, sort of blossoming this relationship? And I mean, it can't end well, but what do you think? Um, it was a little boring, the relationship. I just, you know, it would have been more exciting, uh, as y'all said. So that that was, you know, a little boring to see the relationship. You know, it's I, I love more of the backstory of what's what's happening with him. 
but again, I feel he's sharing so much and, um, you know, it was a little bit of a letdown to see that, you know, he's just kind of, you know, virtually seeing the rest of Trantor, um, you know, exciting for him, but as a viewer, it was, uh, not that exciting. Uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't that bored by the relationship. I mean, um, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I like what sort of came out of that storyline. Uh, I don't know, you know, yeah, I don't know how much I maybe was bored or not bored in it really. But when we got like good information, like about the clones uh, and how that works, I, that kind of fed yeah. that for me. So I was fine with that. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about Brother Day. Uh, and, and obviously he was not too happy uh, with... Um, uh, with Demerzel uh, bowing in the end of the last episode to uh, the Zephyr. Uh, Yell, what, what did, were your thoughts on sort of that storyline and, and, you know, um, him really fearing that Harry's, you know, Harry's prophecy is coming to life? Um, I mean, I was, uh, again, uh, all of the Empire stuff this episode was not my favorite. Um, but I think, you know, because of the whole romance going on with Brother Don, we see that Harry is pretty much correct. We hear all about these other little uh, imperfections that are happening. But I, I found the the stuff with um, Zephyr Halima fascinating because she is so great. Um, and so I, I love that she continues to call him Cleon. Yes, yes. Zephyr was like, no, it's Empire. She's like, no, it's Cleon. Um, So I liked that. Um, But otherwise, I was, this was not my favorite part. Again, this, uh, this whole thing was a little bit slow. And I hope that it pays off and turns into something more interesting. Interesting. Nikki, were you bored by sort of the Empire story in this episode? Uh, no, not so much. I'm so yeah. fascinated with Demerzel and, um, I, you know, I want to know where her loyalty lies. Um, she's Neil. It's just such a contradiction that she's kneeling and she's serving the Imperial system. So there's gotta be something else layered in there. Um, it, it just seems, seems convenient. So, um, yeah, it, it, that, that part was kind of interesting. So, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, too. And and also, the, I mean, let's be honest, there wasn't a lot of the Empire in this episode. I mean, it, it wasn't overwhelming, I didn't think. Right. Um, I think this is a very, uh, you know, sort of split Salvor Gale episode. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, it's always interesting. I mean, I love Lee Pace. So getting to see him kind of really, you know, and he gets to chew the scenery in this role a lot. So um, that that's pretty exciting. So that was fun to see as well. Um, well, before we talk about Salvor and everything that was sort of happening on Invictus, let's let's uh, dig into this uh, Harry's consciousness. And uh, I mean, you know, we've talked about this every week on this show. What's the plan? Is this the plan? Are we on the plan? Is the plan happening? And we really found out tonight like what the plan is or somewhat was uh and um you know what direction it's it's going in and so harry's plan was always uh always to die um uh he needed to be a martyr uh the plan went wrong when Raish fell in love with gail and that jeopardized the plan uh as she was supposed to be the leader on terminus so um there's a lot sort of unpacked there uh 
Nikki, let me start with you. What were your thoughts sort of learning from his consciousness, what his plan was, what Gail's true role was, and, you know, can the plan still work? Um, well, I definitely think the plan can still work. Um, you know, he's definitely, like I've said, he's always manipulated things um, in, you know, in his own way. Um, it was interesting to find out that he was actually scared of, you know, worried about his own mortality with this lethe syndrome he had and right. his fear of um, looking crazy once they got to Terminus. So that was very interesting. Um, and yeah, um, so yeah, Raish and Gail falling in love wasn't a part of the plan. Um, I still feel it can work. You know, Gail's character is this, you know, mathematician uh, genius. So I feel, you know, I always felt like she may be a part of a second foundation, as I mentioned, which is in the book. Um, so yeah, I still feel it can happen. You know, his plan can still, you know, make fruition. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I, I thought it's, some of the stuff that he was explaining, like, totally made sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, the way he felt he needed to martyr himself, um, that, you know, you'd see this sort of sickly man on the planet and it wouldn't kind of, you know, rally the troops, if you will. Um, so, like, all of that plays into, like, where it made sense to me. Like, oh, oh okay. Like, I mean, it's, it's a devious plan, make no mistake. But it's still, uh, you know, like it makes sense, which I appreciated that 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 there was a lot of logic to it. I think uh, when you look in sort of those broad terms, um, yeah. We also discovered uh, in this episode that Gail has a power herself uh, that maybe was always sort of there and she didn't know. Uh, but um, you know, the way I understood it. Uh, and this was my interpretation, and I'd love to hear what you guys think, um, is that she sort of has this, not that she can see the future, but sort of an instinctual, you know, something that kind of lets her sort of predict the future a little bit. My dog's knocking down my green screen. You can see behind me. Uh, you know, why don't, while I fix that, why don't you uh, talk a little bit about Gail's powers? Yeah, so I absolutely loved this part. This is the part of the episode that like really got me excited um, because she is figuring it out in front of us, which is really like a fascinating way to show us this because her power is that she can feel the future. Um, mm. She even says, I can feel the future. Mm -hmm. I loved that moment, that reveal, and the way that we got to it was such a nice, uh, it was such a nice way to do it on a show like this where I feel like sometimes we've been very talked to. And so to see it like talked through and see the flashbacks and understand the feeling was fascinating. Um, I think Selden's consciousness is a great way to kill off a character and then keep him <laughs> on the show. Um, especially when he points out, he says, my death was an essential element to the success of the plan. I think that just really solidified that well, even though she's not supposed to be there, his plan worked. And right. um, I think, I think as Nikki said, I think it can still continue to work and it can work out. Um, and I loved this reveal. I loved everything about it. And it made me wonder what her connection to Salvor is because Salvor also senses the truth, the future, something, mm. there's something there, there's some sort of connection and it's sci-fi. So, you know, they could, they, they have the force. 
they have the force. Uh, it's well, it's interesting you said that because I, it also did cross my mind that they seem to Gale and Salvor have some similar aspects in that realm in the power you know in, in their skill set so um nikki let me ask you about gail's power what would you sort of thought about that and do you think you know that it's a a, a huge problem in henry in harry's plan that she's not on Termerus? because obviously we know salvor's got things got things handled to a certain degree i mean how much different do you think it would be if she was there that's a, such a loaded question. There's so many thoughts running through my mind on this. Um, first, first, I want to go back to Gail, you know, and her character and, you know, a little bit of the resemblance from the books. You know, she's resembling multiple characters. So she's resembling Gail and also she's resembling Wanda, who's the granddaughter of Harry Seldon and the mm -hmm. daughter of Raish. And Wanda had mentalic powers. So we're finding Gail has these powers. Um, and Goyer mentioned in one of the Q&As that um, some of the characters are, have this, you know, merged, you know, one or two characters from the book. They're pulling from everywhere. They're pulling from the trilogy and the, um, the um, prelude. So, you know, they're just pulling from everywhere. So you're getting a lot of the book, but it's kind of, you know, kind of jumbled up. So you kind of have to figure it out like a puzzle. Um, so long story short, I feel that Gail and a lot of fans have said this as well, that Gail may be, you know, the child of um, Raish, um, no, excuse me, Salbor may be the child of Raish and Gail. So that's something that's been floating around in fan groups. And I could see that because I mean, everything that we've seen leading up to this um, you know, we saw the the seeds being, you know, stored on the original uh, slow ship to Terminus. Um, it was kind of vague, but, you know, we're told that, you know, Salvor had, um, you know, parents, but then there's just too many links of Salvor linking to Raish with the visions and the mentalic powers. I mean, no one else has these powers. So I feel that, you know, she can definitely, um, you know, the plan can still move forward. You know, Harry's plan can still move forward. But I just feel there's a connection there. There's something going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I, I loved the way they sort of revealed it with, with I'll use for lack of a better term, kind of flashbacks to the, the, the whole series and seeing these moments and sort of illuminating that those moments were part of her power, right? Um, I, I thought that was actually really well done from a, from a sort of a production standpoint. Uh, Nikki, you brought something up that I'll, I'll pose to you and then yell, you can jump in as well. Have we seen the last of Raish? I mean, I know he's dead, but this is sci sci science fiction. We've already seen several dead characters come back in one form or another. I mean, have we really seen the last of him? Do you think? Um, I think we may see a flashback, but I think, you know, going out, floating out into space with no gear, <laughs> you know, that kind of equates to not coming back. So I don't feel he's coming back. But, but maybe the actor will come back in some flashbacks or yeah. some kind of, you know, illuminate some part of his story that we didn't already know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I tend to think you're, you're probably right. But also on this show, you know, you, you don't want to count anyone out until they're really out. Yo, what do you think uh, about the idea of, of, of Raish making another appearance in some form or another? So I am a big believer in the sci-fi, uh, the sci-fi trope of no body, no death, but we definitely saw a body. So I think there's definitely a death. Um, yeah. I will accept that Raish is dead. That said, we do have Salvor, you know, almost communicating with child Raish. And I assume that that means we could have somehow Salvor or Gale uh, communicating with a past Raish. But mm. he is dead. That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we all three agree on that, unfortunately. Um, well, uh, let's talk about the other sort of element uh, of the episode, which was on Termorus, uh Well, actually on Invictus, really, uh, above the planet. Um, uh, so, you know, kind of this, um, you know, it's kind of coming to a head, right, between Salvor and Farah. you know, her plans and Salvor's you know, trying to escape uh, and and save everyone. What are some predictions maybe going into the next episode or, you know, just what do you think sort of, how is this going to come to a head? I mean, they are very formidable foes. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe at some point a larger enemy appears and they don't have to join forces. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, Nikki, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on sort of the Invictus of it all? (laughs) <laughs> well, um, you know, Pharaoh basically wants them to take the ship and what crash it into Trantor. <laughs> yeah. Destroy so, the empire. I, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I feel like, you know, kind of what you said that something may kind of interfere with all of this. Um, Salvor's really brilliant. I feel that she's going to find a way out and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a feeling that the Anacreans are going to, um, triumph in this Invictus takeover. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one would hope because obviously we're rooting for the foundation and Salvor and, and everyone there. But um, at the same time, I think the show's done a really good job of like explaining the Akronons, you know, their gripe, right? Like sort of explaining why they're upset with the empire and like, I get it, you know? Um, and it's nice. I always like it. I mean, in science fiction, but in anything really, when, you know, you can sort of you know, you have to have heroes and you have to have villains and you're always watching a story from a certain point of view. But if you can have human characters and really humanize those um, decisions uh, that those characters make, I think it really makes for a fuller um, emotional ride, if you will. And and that's certainly something I think we're getting here. Uh, Yell, what are your thoughts on all of that? I love this whole uh, taking of the ship. I think that Fair is such an interesting foe, uh, especially to see her go against Salvor because Salvor's so badass. So like, it's really fun to see them go head to head and, and, you know, Salvor being their prisoner and still trying to like get away and keep herself alive and, and still do what she's told so she doesn't die. And like everything about it is so fun. Um, I think the like, necessity of the guy to get them into the ship was so like yep i get it i get why we kept this man alive for a minute and then farah's just like you know she doesn't need him anymore and so i really love how uh ruthless she is she has a mission and she's she's goal-oriented 
Um, and it's interesting because like you said, it makes sense. You understand why. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I thought that was a really um, cool part of the episode too, is seeing, you know, especially after we lose Hugo, you see it on Salvor's face, you know, and, you know, Farrah's just like, get over it. Come on. And so I don't think that's going to end well between those two, but it would be interesting to see them have to kind of work together for a little bit. Um, we saw that a little bit uh, before in another episode, but uh, that, that would be super interesting. Well, before we kind of get to our predictions and what we think is going to happen in the next episode, uh, I want to mention something that happened this week. I was just flipping through my YouTube and uh, I came across an old interview that Isaac Asimov did uh, actually on the Le David Letterman show. It was from 1980, so it wasn't that long before he passed away. Uh, it was actually on David Letterman's original morning show, wasn't the late night shows. Uh, and Star Wars had just come out. In fact, I think it was actually Empire Strikes Back had just come out. And of course, because of you know the foundation and all his work, Letterman asked him about, what do you think about Star Wars? I thought this was really interesting. He loved it. He loved it. And the only thing he said was, uh, I can't wait for them to make another. I want them to keep making more and more and more. And the only thing I'm disappointed, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but the only thing I'm disappointed about is that I'm not going to live long enough to see the whole story told. And unfortunately, <laughs> I had to see the irony in it that he wasn't, um, you know, depending on when you count the star wars story ending you know um but obviously uh you know it ended with last jedi or with uh, rise of skywalker and he didn't last that long so i just thought it was really interesting for a guy who really created a lot of the mythology that's used in science fiction and certainly was used in star wars um to have to, to, to love the Star Wars stuff. Uh, and, and Nikki, what do you what do you think about that? Do, do, does that surprise you from what you know about him uh, that that he would have been so into uh, George Lucas's work? Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, his daughter had mentioned that he, you know, said that if anyone were to adapt his work for film, he knew changes were going to be made. And, you know, Star Wars, obviously, Asimov is the the king of, you know, the galactic empire, the founder. Um, so, you know, all the similarities with Star Wars, I mean, I would get a kick out of that, you know, so <laughs> he is flattered. And then, you know, it just enjoys the story. Um, and it, it expected that, you know, this isn't mirroring his work, but it's um, a celebration of it and, you know, pulling from it and as well as this show foundation, you know, so I think you would like this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me pose that to yell. I mean, do, do you think he would approve of this? Would do, would he enjoy sort of the direction they're taking it in and, 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 uh, you know, the source, you know, really embracing the source material? I mean, I think that a sci-fi fan's a sci-fi fan. If you like sci-fi, then yeah, you're going to enjoy what's out there. And I think that, I mean, from what I know about what was in the novels and what we're watching, there are some great updates to it. I think, um, you know, changing some characters to women, like, yeah, right. this is a universe. There are people in it. There are women <laughs> people in the universe. Um, I think he would enjoy it. I also think that, um, you know, as we know, the the our empire, our clones are not in the books. And I think right. he would get a kick out of, because as much as I've been like, wow, they were boring this episode, the idea of clones <laughs> is fascinating. The idea of these uh, clones that have been ruling for however long is 
really interesting. And I think that he would, I think he would enjoy it. It's, it's an original way to tell his story. Yeah. I would love to know what he thinks about the clones and, and, and everything that's not from, you know, his books that are, that, that was sort of incorporated. Um, yeah, that would be really interesting. Well, let's do a couple predictions uh, for next week um, or what we hope uh, we'll see. I mean, I guess I'll just say uh, I'd love to see, well, obviously I want to know what's going to happen on the Invictus, right? Are, are, you know, are the Akronons going to be able to go through their plan? Is Salvor going to stop them? Um, you know, what is going to happen there? I can't wait to find out. Um, and we know that Brother Day is going to go on this this journey. I, I don't really know what it means. They seem to all know what he was talking about when he said, I'm going to go on the path to the goddesses or whatever. Yes. So, I, I, yeah, I can't wait to find out, like, what that's all about. Um, and then I guess just, uh, you know, kind of finding out now that we know what Harry's plan is and we know that Gale has this power, um, where does that go? You know, and 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 is she gonna, you know, continue with whatever the, his original plan was, or are we on a new plan? I mean, uh, we we don't know. So, uh, Nikki, what are you hoping to discover next week? Well, I can't wait to see uh, Brother Day's journey. Like I, I mentioned, I love the Maiden World. Um, I love you know the whole story behind the goddesses. So I, I just can't wait to see all of that. <laughs> and. Um, looking forward to see what obviously happens with Gail and Harry. And, you know, I still feel that she is a part of the second foundation. Um, looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with brother Dawn. And, you know, even though it was not as exciting uh, in certain elements of that story, um, still interesting. And, you know, Demerzel and seeing, you know, this whole loyalty is brought up for a reason. So I, I really can't wait to see what happens with that. And then obviously um, the Invictus ship, you know, how are they going to get out of this? Or, you know, <laughs> you mentioned too, um, Yale mentioned as far as um, rooting for Farah, you know, you kind of, well, myself, I kind of, you know, wasn't really rooting for it at first, but I mean, the Imperials like destroyed her planet. And I had to ask myself, why am I not rooting for her? But obviously it's because she's taking hostage, hostages. <laughs> That's not a cool thing. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of that. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think that that's one of the things the show's done really well is sort of, um, you know, you, you, you can understand why they're doing the things. You may not agree with it, but, you know, it, it sort of does humanize the characters. Yell, what are you looking forward to or hoping that um, you discover next week? Yeah, so this, you know, Gail's powers, if I can feel the future, I want more of that. Um, I want more of Salvor and Farah. I want that to get to a head. I want, I want one of them to survive. And at this point, I don't know which one. Um, and I want to get back to my interest in Empire storyline because <laughs> I was, I remember at the beginning that was the storyline I was most excited about, and now I am not. So I would like to get back to being very excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree. I think all of us want a little bit more from the Empire storyline, uh, and hopefully we'll get it with the next episode. Uh, unfortunately, that is all the time we have. We thank you so much for watching. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button, like this video, and tune in to HCA's Foundation After Show every Friday at 12.01 a.m. Pacific Time and 3.01 a.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Bye.